It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. What's up, everybody? This is Terminal News, the gaming podcast where we talk about all that fucking news, all of it. We say gamer words, we say the news, and that's it. I'm joined today, as always, my co-host, Marcus. What up? And we're here to bring you the news. So you know what? That's exactly what the fuck we're going to do right now. So this week, Mixer, the mighty... The Mighty Mixer, they're uh, they're going down. We took them out. Facebook took them out. Microsoft took them out. It's upsetting for me. Yeah, it's real disappointing. I mean, because their service was at least like st- stable. It, it was never really yeah. like the biggest by any means. But I mean, oh, f- yeah, no. Well, and they have that awesome FTL like low late hyper low latency shit yeah. they had going on there and I, I don't know does Mark does does Facebook just get that I don't I don't, this is very well, I don't I don't think so because I don't know if they sold to Facebook or exactly what happened I just yeah, know I, website redirects to Facebook yeah so I yeah I don't know exactly what the deal is all I know is that it sucks <laughs> um so yeah if you didn't know mixer is shutting down uh, all Mixer services are set to uh, go offline, what, July 22nd? Uh, yeah, something around that. July 20-something. Um, they're all shut down. Everything's going to Facebook. They're uh, having people... Um, you can go to the website and link your stuff up for Mixer to Facebook. Um, they're trying to make that process as easy as possible um, with one little uh, quick, small... A glaring issue. Um, so, I mean, obviously, I have a, I have, I have personal accounts. So, I, I have a, I have a personal mixer. Guess what? I can't have a personal fucking Facebook gaming page because I'm banned on Facebook. So, how the fuck do I transition to this new phase, mixer, Facebook? If I'm banned on Facebook. <laughs> I tried tweeting at them because they're like, oh, yeah, Facebook gaming is here to help. So I'm like, okay, Facebook, here's the problem at at Facebook gaming. Here's the problem. How can I stream on Facebook if you uh, if this shit's gone down? No response. Crickets. Crickets from Facebook gaming. They don't care about the little guys. 
They just want all the big, they just want the big people. That's why they, that's why they tried to uh, double the contracts for Ninja and Shroud and others. They tried to double the contracts that they had at Mixer to entice them to come to Facebook gaming. Didn't work out for them. Um, they are now what is known as free agents, which is just a really bizarre thing to think about in terms of video games that aren't even specifically just esports. When you're thinking about just someone who plays video games for viewers on the internet to be considered a free agent, I know that they do. They they both do some esports stuff. I mean, they're because they're good. They're good at the games. But when I think of like someone being a free agent, it's going to be like someone that's part of like let's say an Overwatch team, it's just or like a Dota team. I don't know. It's just it seems really bizarre for me to think about someone who just plays video games to an audience being a free agent because they're oh, they, don't, they don't have any con they don't have a contract an exclusivity contract anymore uh, because them refusing the Facebook contract means that Mixer had to pay them out for the rest of the Mixer contract, which was a lot of money. It was a lot of money. What? Uh, he got... Fucking like, Ninja got 10 million? Yeah, I think so. And I think they paid out like total, like 40 million total. And guess how men, Guess how much the employees got? The, the, they, they got no job. They got no job. Big That's what they got. Zilcho. I mean, I mean most, we, they didn't even know they were closing until it was announced on face on uh, yeah. Twitter. So that's super. That's that seems to be like the status quo these days. Whenever Which something closes down, Microsoft of all things, like it, yeah, think okay, handle it yeah. better. That was and yeah, Microsoft. So th this thing that was kind of my next point. This is that's a really shitty year for Microsoft to do this on the like the dawn of a release of a new console, like for them to like garner this negative press surrounding them when they have a new console coming out. Cause I feel like this doesn't bode well for the Xbox series X because now people are thinking, well, shit, what if the Xbox series X has a Facebook gaming tab in it? Do I want an Xbox series X with a Facebook gaming tab? I mean, I don't, but I mean, the Xbox I won't have a choice. is now a Facebook button. <laughs> That's oh, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> but that's that's what, and I know Phil Spencer has came out and said some things. He says he wants you to be able to stream to any platform from the Xbox Series X. Um, but I mean, there's no there's no clear answer on whether there will what sort of integrations the Series X will have for streaming going forward. Um, the other thing that really sucks from this is um, anybody that used like Restream. Because on Restream, you can stream to like, God, it's like up to like 60 services. No, maybe it's not quite 60. Maybe it's 30. Maybe I'm overestimating about. Um, it's at least 30 services you can stream to for free with Mixer. The one thing you can't stream to for free is a Facebook page. And when you sign up for Facebook and you want to do like the whole Facebook gaming thing, you have to have a Facebook gaming page. Um, so if you want to stream to that page from Restream, you have to have the premium version of Restream. So what sucks about that is that previously the mixer, the mixer was free. So you, you sign up for Restream, you can stream to Twitch, you can stream to YouTube, you can stream the mixer. Um, you can stream to D live a whole bunch of other like Twitter. You can do that all for free. Um, 
you can stream to Facebook, but you can only stream to your personal Facebook. So like just your regular name is what you can stream to for free. If you want to go to a page, you have to have the premium version. So now that just for anyone that was using Restream, that just means one less possible source for um, their stream to go to unless they want to pony up and pay for premium in order to stream to a Facebook gaming page. So that's another kind of thing that sucks about this transition. It's not good for anybody. A lot of people are kind of, I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter and just in general expressing support for streamers. Like, well, now this, what about the little guys? Like the big guys got their money. What about the little guys? Where are they going to go? They got to not start from zero, but they got to start on a new platform and build their audience. And I mean, even if they were, um, even if they were like whatever the equivalent of, let's say on Twitch, it's being a affiliate, whatever the equivalent of that was on Mixer, like it takes you at least a month to get affiliate on Twitch because there are requirements that they have. You have to stream a certain amount every week. You have to consistently have certain amount of viewers and a certain amount of people chatting in the chat. So you, you have to hit these milestones in order for them to allow you to become a affiliate. And so now that that's, if, if they were making money off of Mixer, even if it was a little bit, they're not going to be making money off of Twitch for at least a month. On the flip side of that, um, Facebook was offering like a $2,500 signing bonus for anyone who was partnered on Mixer to join Facebook gaming. I think the stipulation was that they had to pay or they had to stay for 90 days. And um, there was a couple other things. So I guess there is some sort of a little make good, but it's only for people that were already partnered with Mixer. Anybody else that was in the process of building up their stream got totally like bunked off of that. So I don't know, it's it's really shitty. I don't like the fact that like the employees found out about it at the same time as like the tweet went out. That's really shitty, um, but I don't know. I it's just I don't, I I don't like Facebook gaming. I mean, I know that they have, I know that they built a separate app. They have a separate website you can go to that looks like a Twitch or looks like a Mixer, but the experience that because I've 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 watched streams on Facebook. I've watched streams on Mixer. I've watched streams on Twitch. I think by far the the best ones to watch were always on Mixer. Even if it was like people that had big followings on Twitch, it just seemed like overall Mixer just had the better quality. Twitch was, they're getting there, but they don't, they don't have a lot of transcoding options on Twitch. The only, only certain amount of people get access to transcoding. So the way they deal it with it is that anybody who is a partner on Twitch automatically has transcoding options. And what that means is that if I'm me being a low little guy on Twitch, if I stream to Twitch at 1080p, they don't devote any CPU power to transcoding for my stream. So anybody watching my stream, if I stream at 1080p, they have to watch the stream at 1080p. So there's no, like if someone's watching on slower internet and they can only do, yeah. So if they, if they only can do 720p, but I'm streaming at 1080p. Sorry, you can't watch my stream because I Twitch won't transcode it because I'm not an affiliate or a partner. There, I mean, even if even a lot of affiliates don't have that option. 
you just, and you have to enable it too yourself if you are an affiliate, because you don't just automatically get it unless you're partner. They've expanded it more in recent years. More people have, more people streams do have transcoding options, but it's still like not as many as you would want. And I feel like Mixer didn't have that problem at all. Granted, Mixer's smaller. They didn't have as much, as many people, but they are built on Microsoft's cloud platform. So, I mean, they benefit from that a lot. I mean, even that, that has better scalability, I think, than what Twitch has. Well, had. <laughs> had. Yeah. yeah I'm like, That's it, the big. It, I, I thought Mixer was go- really going places. I mean, I don't think growing their platform in the way of like essentially poaching talent like Shroud and Ninja yeah, maybe was that was just the, the best way to grow a platform. But it, maybe it was just their last ditch effort. They're like, man, we're not growing fast enough and we're we're getting eaten alive. Maybe we just got to do something and it didn't work out, which sucks. Um, I mean, it's one of those things that like from I always feel from an outsider perspective. So like these people making business decisions. Sure. That seems like the smart thing to do to be like these guys are getting all these views yeah. elsewhere. Like, well, and you look at it from bring like those people to our platform, but it doesn't really yeah. translate that way. Yeah. And, and you look at it from like a sports perspective. That's how sports works. <laughs> yeah. You bring people, you pay, pay money, you bring people over and they make you money. It didn't seem to work out in this case. It's just, this is, it seems that people are more entrenched into the platforms that they are already into. And I can kind of see that because I might've mentioned it here once or twice, but they're like, I, they're, I originally got into Minecraft because I was um wanting to see what Minecraft was about. And I just started what I just hopped on to back then. It was justin.tv. Um, I logged on to Justin.tv for the first time and I went to go see, I clicked on a random person that was playing Minecraft. Um, his name is Vesper. And to this day, he still streams. That was, so, I mean, that was 10 years ago. He's still streaming 10 years later. Um, and I followed him there. I don't watch too many, too many streams anymore. But occasionally I will watch his every now and then. He still occasionally plays Minecraft. He just does a bunch of stuff. Um, But at this point, it's almost like a flex that I have this account that I've been following him longer than like most of his other followers. (laughs) Where it's like I just pop in. I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm the 10 year old. I'm the 10 year follower guy. (laughs) um, And that's like my old my old Justin.tv account that later got transition to a twitch.tv account and i don't even use that account much anymore so it's just like but i still use it just to watch that specific guy just because it's like i have that legacy and if you're talking about pulling someone like a ninja off of twitch and putting them on mixer you're also thinking about well these people that watch ninja the ninja isn't the only person that they they watch there are other people so it's like well ninja's gone but i still have all these other people i can watch and I think, and there's incentives to stay on Twitch because everyone has like their own specific like emotes that you can use. Like if you're a subscriber to a certain channel or a certain streamer, you get access to custom emotes and that's what people are all about. They're all about them custom emotes. And so there's, there's just little things like that, that kind of be like, well, if I leave Twitch, then I don't get those anymore. And I, obviously the other platforms have their own thing, but 
It's just people care about weird shit. Yeah, it's a co- it's it's a cosmetic thing, and people care about cosmetics. I mean, look at any free to play oh, game. Yeah. <laughs> it's all cosmetics for the most part, anyway. But yeah, so I just the bad. That's the bad bad mixer news. Um, but let's probably move on to uh the worst news. Um, there's more uh sexual harassment and rape type allegations and uh stories that are coming out again because apparently we didn't weed out all the a-holes the first or the second time gotta this one seemed the most substantial like oh, i've never seen yeah. so many yeah like it just it just exploded which is i mean it's it's like it's like a bittersweet sort of thing to be like like it sucks that it happened, but I'm glad that people are coming forward so that we can nail these, these people, people out. Yeah, exactly. I uh, just got to get them, get them out of here, load them up, ship them out, put them in prison. I don't know whatever we need to do. Because one of which is the uh, creative director for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes, who was which, lying about his marital status and. Yeah, he's now stepped down and is no longer working on the project. Yeah, it's um, it is crazy. Yeah. So actually, I do have a statement from Ubisoft, and it comes. Okay, so yeah, I was trying to see if they listed if they said who specifically made the announce or who made the. Uh, but it's just a general from Ubisoft. Uh, we have started by launching investigations into allegations with the support of specialized external consultants. Based on the outcomes, we are fully committed to taking any and all appropriate disciplinary action. As these investigations are ongoing, we can't comment further. We are also auditing our existing policies, processes, and systems to understand where these have broken down and to ensure we can better prevent, detect, and punish inappropriate behavior. So... Sounds like they're beefing up their processes, which is good. Um, it's just, it just sucks that this type of stuff keeps happening. And it doesn't help that the system doesn't seem to help people when they try to go through their proper routes sometimes. And that's why it's starting I mean, to happening in these bursts where... Well, I keep seeing people being like, oh, uh, like, essentially being like why don't these people go to hr and a lot of the times they did go to hr yeah but i think there's a fundamental misunderstanding of what hr, the is, HR a, yeah. is hr protects the company not the yep. people always it's in the interest of the company it doesn't give a yeah. fuck about the people so if someone's so like, getting sexually harassed at work and it's damaging to the company for them to address it then they're not going to address it they're going to sweep it under the rug and 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 hope that it well and yeah. find a way to resolve it in a way that suits the company yeah whether it is like moving and typically once again it if they're if it's it's like if a police officer fucks up he can it's like if a police officer fucks up they just transfer him to a different department yep and that doesn't obviously make the problem go away or anything that's no yeah it's fucked up i i'm not a fan i'm hoping i'm hoping that these start to get better um the one thing that i've i've noticed with these with were like the me too type of movements where it's a lot of social media uh it's driven through social media because that's where the voices can be had and i can't help but think about unions in that case because i mean what is what is that but essentially like a big 
public union. I mean, that's what a union does. It's everyone with one voice, speaking with one voice. And that's what the kind of the social media thing has sort of become where someone has this issue, someone has problems, they they like in a sexual assault or whatever story that they need to tell and they can go to social media and people will run with that. So it, it it's it feels almost like a like a a union for humanity in a weird way. I don't know. It's just that's kind of the when I hearing about this where it's just it's all it's all driven through the social media because if they were to go any other way, it just gets swept under the rug. They're, they're the official ways for this for these problems to get resolved doesn't work. And it's frustrating to to see that. I mean, we see it too with I mean it's 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 everything. Like any sort of like whistleblower gets severely screwed over for like no matter what the issue is. I mean, I think of that um fucking oh god, what's his name? Snowden? Yeah. Yeah, Edward Snowden. Or, Edward Snowden, he tried to go through the official channels, didn't, did, and now <laughs> he got fucked over by a president who was a per, was supposedly for whistleblowers. So it's just it's it it comes from the top down. It's all the way from the top, from the president all the way down to the little guys that these systems are really screwing everyone over. So I don't know. Like, obviously, I don't have the answers. Um. The only thing we can really do is just support people who have been in these terrible situations, people who have been abused, help them out, condemn the people who are causing the problems, condemn people who would assault women in the workplace, people who would sexually assault people who rape It's it's, 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 it's actions that need to be condemned. It's a, it's, it's a tough it's not it's not a thing that we like to talk about on the podcast because but it's just it, it keeps happening within the industry that we care about and we want we want this to be I mean I, I don't obviously I don't I can't speak for you but I mean I, I feel like we talk about inclusivity a lot or yeah it's I, I mean even if we don't talk about it we have it in mind where we the gaming gaming should be inclusive for everybody and we shouldn't be pushing anyone out. I mean, there's only only good to be had by welcoming more people into video games and allowing these types of things to continue just makes gaming worse. It makes us it makes a whole community look bad if this type of shit is swept under the rug. Right. Yeah, it's just I wish it wasn't happening at all. But yeah, obviously it is. It. I mean, it, you you like to think that because gaming being such a new media to be like oh we we have a chance since we are like so young in terms of the media world to have a clean fresh start and not be as dirty and scummy yeah. and like misogynistic and as like, something like cinema or yeah and any we're totally other blowing media. it yep yeah it sucks it's, it's it's really bad not a fan need to uh, do better. As uh, as gamers and as humans, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know who is that. There was another. Let's see, another guy get Wizards of, Wizards of the Coast cut ties with sexual predator. Um, some guy named Noah Bradley. 
He was uh, a frequent contributor to the art for the Ma- Magic the Gathering games. Um, he's been cut off from all work with Wizards of the Coast after a number of the serious sexual allegations were made over the past week. Um, Chris Avalone, multiple me- women confu- uh, accuse him of sexual misconduct. I mean, he's the guy, he's worked on Fall, New, New Vegas, Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, Planescape Torment. Um, some guys from the comic industry, it looks like. Um, Warren yeah, that Ellis. was one of the first ones I saw was the comic yeah. industry. Yeah, Warren Ellis and Charles Charles Brownstein. I first, yeah, I, yeah, I, I first saw Warren the comics. Ellis with grooming. Yes. And then that, at the same time that all this is happening... This was the one that I mean, the 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 this is not even gaming related, but it blew my mind. Chris D'Elia being uh, accused of sexual grooming. I don't know who that is. He's a comedian. He has another. He has a com- comedy podcast, but he's like a he's like a big stand-up comedian guy right now. He's known. He was widely known as being like one of the good ones, essentially. Like everyone else, like every, a lot of people are being pieces of shit and he's always been like kind of the guy that people were saying, oh yeah, he's a great guy. He's a, he's a good guy. And turns out, nope, not the case. Those are the ones you got to watch for the most. Yeah. Um, actually today I saw a video that was like, it was literally a video of him. Like, you, you know, those like that, that subreddit watch people die inside. Yeah, it w- this was a video worthy of that. Um, he was on another podcast. It was like something. It was like some something in the kid. I can't remember what the podcast was called. It's like a. I want to say it's like a fighting, or is it? Maybe it's a rapper podcast. I can't remember what it is. I don't know. I it's just I only know is that it's a bigger podcast. It's or it might not even be a podcast. I think it might just actually be a radio show. <laughs> like it's one of the big shows, obviously, because they have him on it. The wrestler? Um, what was that? The wrestler? No, it's like the big the, show. No, it was like it, the, I was the just name. A joke. Oh, the name of the show has something in like. Hold on, I it's gonna bug the shit out of me if I don't say the right name of this thing. Hold on, sent it to. Here we go. The fighter and the kid is the name of the show he was on, <clears throat> and uh, he was on that show. And this was a while, this show was like a while ago, I believe. And um, they're talking about how this person had, it was like, it was some sort of like someone had like underage pictures of somebody on their, their phone and, uh, and someone had found it and they were talking about how it was like a Snapchat. It was from Snapchat that the person had sent it to them and then they, and they saved it. And that's how, how it got found by somebody else. And you could like, he was like, you see his, like, he was like, his mouth literally just like dropped to the floor. And he was like, wait a minute. I, I thought like when you sent those, they just went away. And they're like, well, yeah, well, I mean, like you can like take a screenshot of the Snapchat or you can even like record your well, screen. If you take a screenshot, it notifies the other person that you did. So, yeah, but realistically, it doesn't do anything to prevent you from doing it. Yeah, uh, you can always do take a picture of your phone with another phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's there's ways. I mean, and that's essentially like the way that he was found out was because of that. Someone had taken 
screenshots of like a Snapchat thing, I believe. And so seeing that, that, that video resurface of kind of him dying inside, realizing that, oh man, I'm going to get caught. (laughs) Yeah. It's not good. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff has come out. And like I said, we just got to, like you said, nail them to the wall, ship them out. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, crucifying them in a way is the only way to send a, a fucking message. Like, I think there should be a zero tolerance on this shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, you can't just let them, you can't let them get off. You can't let them get off easy. It's uh, not good. I mean, that what message does that send? Oh, well, I can just get away with it. I mean, that's how it's been. Yeah. Obviously, these people just have gone unchecked for a really long time and have like their bullshit conception of power. Yep. And have been just abusing the shit out of it. And I mean, like some of this harkens back to the question of like, does like absolute power corrupt? Absolutely. And it's, you know, like, yep. It just keeps, you know, happening. Yep. We got to stop. It's time to stop everybody. But yeah. So I think with all that being said, we should probably take a break and then we'll come back on a more positive note. I think that's probably a good idea. I don't want to just lead right into other video game stuff right after that. So probably be best for us to take a quick break and then we will, we will return. Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at onlinewarriorspodcast.com. Okay, welcome back to Video Game News. The, the, the terminal news. Hey, so guess... Guess what? Guess what? what? So what the this fuck? happened. This happened like this news came out while like while we were recording last week. But uh, so Skate 4 is real. And we even brought it up while we were we were recording because I had said, you know, the one thing EA could do to start earning my good graces again is to really or is to announce Skate 4. It's like they heard me while we were recording. So everyone who wanted Skate 4, you're welcome. I made this happen. You did not make this happen. They did even, say even that in the people video, willed it into existence. But. Uh, if, even the, yeah, in the video, the guy said, you comment. He said specifically, you commented this into existence. So he was, I felt like he was reaching through and talking directly to me because he said, you commented this into existence. <laughs> but yeah, so Skate 4 is happening. We don't really have any details at all. They just, it was like that. This was like, this came at the end of the EA event, like as their end one more thing type of deal. Um, just, uh, it's very early in the process. They even admitted that like we're very early. We don't have anything, but we're, we're starting to work on it. So it's like you said, I think last week where it sounds like EA is giving more control to the developers and being, and taking more of a, 
um, backseat when it comes to actually developing the games and what the game should be. It sounds like they're going to be given more control of what the game should be and less having less direction from EA itself, hopefully. Yeah, and I mean, like, I get it from a publisher standpoint. Like, you, you're you investing a you're lot of You're just looking at money. numbers. Yeah, and, you're looking at numbers, and you're like, how can I maximize these numbers? Well, and also just being like, shit, we invested, like, $80 million in this property to exist. Like, how do we make a return on investment on that? Like, yeah. I get it, but, like... I, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where like skate has it. It's been like all I've seen for the past like six years is people being like, "Where's skate yeah. for it?" Yeah, and skate was a is a fantastic fucking game, and it came at the right time when we didn't have any good Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Is it came like after they were they were done making the good ones and they were making the shitty ones. Well, we and are in then a renaissance of skate games. Just yeah. <laughs> So now we're getting the the Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I mean, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Skatebird, Skatebird, Skate, this and that. There, there's yeah. like a zillion goddamn skating. There's a games. bunch. Yeah, everyone's all excited about it. So I mean, it only makes sense that they would do a Skate Four. Um, but they're good games. It was a lot of fun to play them, and there was it, it was new at the time. The idea of like you do tricks using the analog sticks rather than pressing a bunch of buttons as a combo thing that that nobody had done that before and uh, seemed more of a realistic approach to skating even though like they had some bizarre like unrealistic like ramps you could jump off of and you know i think the thing the the my favorite thing in that game was the hall of meat do you remember what the hall of meat was no so the Hall of Meat was basically your top score in ragdoll injuries. So there was a there was a so Tony Hawk Pro Skater had Skate the game where you do tricks to get the high score and uh, or you do tricks you do tricks and the other person has to copy your trick and I guess beat the high score that you did and then if you uh, I guess if you got the most points you got a letter. Once you got the, once you spelled the word skate, you won. This was in the opposite direction where it was if you racked up the most points of basically murdering yourself by bailing off of jumps and just slamming in the concrete and bouncing around like a rag doll, how many bones that you crushed and your high score of that would be, would go into what is known as the hall of meat. And I just, it seems like such an, an, appropriate name for that because you're you're just you're just splattering meat on the ground when you (laughs) you fall from like a building off your skateboard just to get a high score i almost wonder like do they bring that back for skate four definitely (laughs) i hope so that was i mean like it's one thing to be playing skate a skateboarding game and trying to get a high score with doing tricks than to being playing a skateboarding game and seeing who can just have the worst skull crushing crashes off of a ramp. Your guy's just ragdolling down a hill, hitting his head off of light posts on the way down. It was great. It was a good time. And they was had like they was had they had set locations for that. Like you'd be like, this is location one. And it was like you're just literally like next to a cliff. So you're just like, yeah, just go off this cliff and whoever racks up the most points, it's a good time. It's good stuff. It's a great game. I'm looking forward to it, even though we know nothing about it. 
I have high hopes for Skate 4, especially because EA is seems like they're they're really desperate to get back on my good side lately. Yeah, and it seems like they're I, I mean, I'm glad they at least seem like they're fucking trying now and not just doing yeah. what seemed like everything in their power to piss as many people <laughs> off as possible. Yeah. Remember how we're getting like the worst company in the America award over and over again? Even though I think Activision Blizzard got it a bunch too. So I don't I don't know who has it. Who I don't know who's gotten it the most times. Cause to me it seems like that that cuz it was it came from the consumerist and it was always like it was either Comcast or EA or Activision. I feel like those were like always the top companies that got it. Um, top tier so we'll move shit on to, bags. Yeah, yeah, basically. Let's move on to some more news here, though. So, Cyberpunk 27th. Oh, wait. No, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about Cyberpunk. I forgot. I forgot to remove it from the list. Um, but Cyberpunk 2077 is getting an anime. Yeah, done by Studio Trigger, which made yeah. your log on Kill a Kill, Promare. Fucking, I love. Yes. They've done some work in video game openings, like the new Shantae game has an opening done by Studio Trigger. So, I mean, and they are, uh, I I hesitate to say it, but I mean, they're essentially best in business when it comes to animation. Like, the they raise the ceiling seemingly every single time. Yeah. And it's uh, it's going to be on Netflix. It's called Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Edgelord. That's the first thing <laughs> I thought of, too. I think everybody thought that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's coming. It's coming in 2022. But I'm stoked. I mean, like, maybe is Netflix? Netflix is finally maybe realizing that they shouldn't do the anime in house. They should just get someone good to do it. <laughs> right? No, I don't think that's what's happening here. I think I know. It's like I'm sure this has more. This to is do probably with like CD projects yeah, then. Yeah, CD Projekt probably getting with Studio Trigger and then deciding which platform they want to approach I, to get it I think on. the composer for the music in the anime is uh, one of the Silent Hill composers. Yep, you are correct. Yeah, it just there, there was a lot of like buzz around this. And I mean, like it's like I love Studio Trigger. Gurren Lagann is bar none my favorite anime of all time. So it's so fucking good. I love it. They're also, funnily enough, they they did uh, Little Witch Academia, which I really like, but Frost hated. <laughs> Interesting, because I actually like that show. I I enjoyed it. I didn't. I what she didn't like was the main character being like useless. But that's like the point. It's a <laughs> I know it's an anime. It's too. It was too anime tropey for her. I think. Or it's like, oh, I'm useless, but secretly the most powerful. I mean, that's Harry Potter for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to That's the thing do that, that it, and just be like, yeah. it's like Japan's version rendition of Harry Potter in a way. It, yeah, essentially, Harry Potter was like that. Was bugged me too. Where it's like they always showed him being like, "Wow, he this magic is so cool." It's like you're doing magic forever now. Like, why are you so amazed by? I it now? just figured <laughs> this out yesterday. Yeah, just well. I mean, yeah. Harry in universe is not even that powerful. Like, it never is. Yeah, he's no. fairly middling. It's just, yeah. The only the only thing was just basically circumstance. Is <laughs> that what made it made, made made him so important? It wasn't his power or anything. That it's he just, lived. It, yeah, it was the true mother's love. His forehead is just thicker than any other forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Got, guy's got thick skull. That's. But anyway, this is uh, it's gonna be ten episodes. 
Um, and the comp- the the Silent Hill composer is Akira Yamo- Yamaoka. So my question is: Is where season two? No, it's <laughs> it's, it's coming. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, we, Studio Trigger takes a long time to work on their stuff. I mean, they're that's true. So may, yeah, twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six is season two. Um, all right, let's move on to the next news subject. Oh, that's right. So, the Pokemon Company unveiled their newest money printer this week, Pokemon Unite, which is a MOBA that will also work. Who saw on this mobile. coming? Not me. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and they've the microtransactions. And you can buy stupid backpacks for your Pokemon. I I hate it. I hate it. I hate mobas, Marcus. Mobas are ruining the gaming. And this is made by Tencent. It's it's not better. It's not, you're making it worse, Marcus. Stop. Well, and then of course it's a, made by Tencent. Well, and this became a complicated thing because it just said like Tencent cross Pokemon. And then I had a discussion with my friend who, he, you know, he talks down to me, I guess, because he was like explaining to me what Tencent was. And I was like, I know who the fuck Tencent is. <laughs> but, but in any case, it's like, uh, do you know who he, I am? Then he had to be like, well, I don't think Tencent makes games. And I was like, I mean, I don't know. Oh I was like, they're a shareholding God. company. But I was like, there's no reason they can't make games like they do own a lot of game developing companies. Yeah. But I, I d- did some digging and it's like they do have an in-house produced MOBA game that's in China. So, yeah. Yeah. So I assume it's that. I, I assume it's a, this is just a reskinned version of that. To that's, be honest. Yep. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like they probably just took that game and they're just going to apply Pokemon skin skin to it. And they're just going to just it's going to print money. That's what it is. It's not a game. It's a money printer. I mean, a lot of people are going to play it. Oh, yeah, exactly. A lot of people. They're going to they're gonna play Money Printer. <laughs> it, I gonna... mean, it has a colossal amount of dislikes on the YouTube video for it, but it's one yeah. of those, like, it's kind of like Last but, of Us 2 is being review bombed, and, like, the user yeah. score is at, like, a 4 currently, where the review score is at, like, a 9.5, yeah. and it's like, well... You well, see, you see those dislikes, those are all people that are going to play this game. All of them. They're this, all going to play it. Well, you look at maybe. look at League of Legends. Is there a single person that plays League of Legends that likes League of Legends? <laughs> I don't fucking I think, think that so. more applies to Dota. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all of them. Nobody likes MOBAs, but they play oh, them. Oh god, they're lost. They're lost souls, Marcus. <laughs> I mean, I have the same issue with MOBAs as most people that it is a uh, time sink. Yeah, it, it's to like you spend so much time trying to get into a match. Uh, that takes like 45 minutes to an hour, maybe even longer. And if you have shitty people on your team, it just ruins that. Yep. It's, it's like you just threw, you flushed an hour of your life away. Yeah. I think that's why, um, because obviously MOBAs were rose to popularity well before Battle Royale games did. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe partially the rise to the Battle Royale games is the quick, the quick in and out action. You just, you pop a new game, you, you launch. You, you jump off the, the, the bus, jump off the out of the plane, you parachute down, you get killed, you start over again. <laughs> it's And that's like a 10-minute loop at most. 
Well, and like, I mean, that's something I could get behind. I obviously just don't play those games, but I'm not. Yeah. It, the only game I play online, at least a lot of, is Halo. And we haven't had yeah. a decent Halo in a, a long time. So Halo Well, I Infinite hear the multiplayer for Halo 5 is actually really good, but I just what I've I heard, haven't gotten into it. But I just didn't, I didn't own an Xbox at the time when Halo 5 came out. And I still haven't gotten yeah. around to Halo 5. It's all right. Just wait for Infinity at this point. I mean, yeah, yeah like <laughs> Infinity's at the end of this year, so yeah. hopefully Halo Infinite hopefully is good. something I can sink my teeth into and enjoy. That's that's why I'm putting my chips in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, Pokemon Unite, Poke Dota. Yeah, not a lot of people happy about that though. Oh man, so I don't know why they see. I the people are calling it Poke Dota. I call it Pokemoba. Pokey Legends. Pokey fail. Like, this is like, th- this is the most disappointing Pokemon announcement I've ever experienced. I don't even play any Pokemon games. League uh, of Pokemon. <laughs> Le- yeah, the, um, wait, wait. Mm, I can't, I'm trying to think. Yeah, League I got of nothing. Pocket Monsters. <laughs> because, like, the, in the Pokemon, there's already the Pokemon League. Pokemon League Final Four. <laughs> I don't fucking know. The Elite Four. The elite oh, yeah, foreskin. guys. Jesus. I got my elite foreskin removed. <laughs> God damn it. Well, on that note, we uh we got to see we got to see <laughs> we got to see Sakurai's living room this week. <laughs> In non-news he related to video sick. games. He looks he looks th- that man needs to eat like nothing but pies so he can put on he's some probably weight. it's he probably because he's probably not eating good food. He's stuck at home. <laughs> well, I mean, last I heard, which we talked about on the cast very briefly, but he worked out and then he passed out and had to be hospitalized. Yeah. And it's like he's... he just does not at no point has have I looked at him and been like, yeah, he looks like he's not he's a healthy anorexic guy. and on about, about to pass out all the time. Um. But yeah, he had his two TVs uh, side by side, big ass TV. <laughs> yeah, which is it's people are like kind of I don't know they they're making fun of it, but like I can't I can't tell you how many like pictures I've seen on Instagram of people with like two TVs in the same room. Oh yeah, it's it's becoming more common, especially more like couples that do, especially like gamer couples. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, we can play the... Because nowadays, there's, like, hardly anything that's split screen, so it's like, how do you... You you essentially have to have two consoles and buy the game twice to play something to, together. Well, and what if one of those people wants to play a game and one person wants to watch TV? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I always think that's kind of messy because you're going to be competing for sound unless, of course, yeah, you gotta gamer have persons on headphones or TV persons on headphones. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> One of those people is Dude, on watching watching TV with headphones highly underrated. Like I've I've hooked my my studio headphones up to my receiver a couple times, and that that is like a vast TV improvement. <laughs> like you hear things that you never thought you'd hear before. Um, also, like we did the same thing for Hellblade, hooking the headphones up to the AV receiver. That I mean, that you need headphones for that game. But yeah, I don't know. I just, to me, like people were like, wow, what a flex. I'm like, that looks pretty humble. <laughs> really? It just looks nice. I mean, he has a nice, he has a nice setup. 
Yeah, and I know he was just like, I have nobody to play games with, so I have to play video games by myself and have duplicates of every console. <laughs> See, yeah. I mean, if this was a, a real flex, if he was flexing right now, those TVs would be wall-mounted. They wouldn't just be st sitting on top of a stand. If it was a true flex, he would have a train that goes through his house. <laughs> they would actually come, they would, they would, they would uh, retract into the ceiling when he's not using them. They'd come down and then... Uh, and and actually, he just he would just have VR. <laughs> what's his name? Oda, uh, the One Piece mangaka. He's got a train in his house. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. And he like regularly has the voice actors over. It, it, he he. I mean, he he's more rich than you could imagine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I thought that was. I just wanted to include that because everyone's talking about it, so we have to cover it too. No. <laughs> But aside from that, you want to talk about the character announced? Yeah, let's do it. So what they announced got? an ARMS character, and, you know, credit to our cast, I was right. Yeah, exactly. It was Mid Marcus Min. is always right. <laughs> You're always right. Because, yeah, I, I figured it was going to be Min Min or Twin Tail, but yeah. Min Min was my top choice over Twin Tail. Um, I, well, I personally wanted Twin Tail more than Min Min, but I just figured... It would be Min Min over Twin Tail because she was added later in yeah. that roster. Yeah, it's but, good stuff. Yeah, it's a good looking character. Cool stage. Uh, it's interesting that they're like a ranged ground fighter, like aerial stuff like fucks them up real bad. But it's like, yeah, they're at their best, you know, throwing ranged punches on the ground, which I mean, fits with the arms thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Captain Falcon uh, found himself a girlfriend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to Falcon punch her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> In a domestic violence case. <laughs> hey, hey, it's, everything, is cons everything is consensual on this podcast. Okay? No, he covered her shift and let her join <laughs> Smash, which was like adorable. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, it seems like a good addition. All right, what should we cover next here? What do we got? Um, oh, this uh, two things kind of related here. So Fortnite just removed cop cars from the game. Yeah, they secretly they just yeah. erased them because yeah, the the they flooded the map, and then when the water receded, there were no cop cars. Now I wonder, like, are they are they doing this because they don't want cop representation in the game now? Or do they not want people to just immediately go and start breaking up cop cars? Because they were just they were just a vehicle that you could smash to get materials, and now they just don't have cop cars in it. Just, you know, I think they just erred other... on the side of caution and did it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just think I was just thinking about that. I'm like, man, I don't know, like maybe get some of your frustration out and breaking a taking a pickaxe to a, a cop car in Fortnite, get yourself a few metal pieces. I don't know. <laughs> um, Better in a fancy yeah. world than in real life. But yeah, they and it they it went as far as like there's like a certain thing that would uh, it spawns cars from the sky, and you some of them would be cop cars. But as soon as it like hits the ground, it it changes model into another car. So yeah, this is like a a quick and dirty thing, um, and somewhat related to that. 
a, a staff quit after a board game site refuses to support Black Lives Matter. Yeah, don't so blame that, them. So this uh, place called Everything Board Games, um, at least 17 people and counting from the staff have left the website staff um, because the owner uh, not only refused to issue a statement in support of Black Lives Matter, but said such a statement would be virtue signaling. So understandably, they're leaving that company. So, yeah, he let everybody know where he stands on that issue. You know what my stance is to that? I say, fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> uh, nail him to the wall. That's right? what my stance on all these people. Fuck him. Just fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, I just, I thought that would be something that we should probably highlight because... That shit ain't good. Uh, let's see. What else do we... The Cyberpunk 2077 pubic hair customization options you didn't know you needed. You get five. <laughs> five pub, five pub of them. configurations. Two, two penis configurations. It's so weird. Uh, I don't really know what the difference is, but I assume circumcised and not circumcised. <laughs> One uh, vagina option. It's so weird. And you can dial the length on the dicks. Yes. Yeah, when I first heard this, I was like, "This, this is real." <laughs> I guess leave it to CD Projekt Red. They're not the only ones who have done this shit. Really? Who else has done it? There, uh, there was a Conan game. Okay. Make I was thinking like Laser really Shoot big. Larry or something did it once. You have a big long swinging dick. <laughs> in one of the Leisure 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 in one of the Leisure Suit Larry games, you you get a a a, a, a an Enema machine done to you um let's see what else do i got here oh uh animal crossing's new horizons summer so update hyped. you get to swim yeah and dive yeah you can you get, get all sorts of shit you get to go to the beach just dive and get shit off the ground well you're gonna be picking up the all them clams the over there yeah they had uh pascal's in there you can trade him the clams and shit <laughs> um yeah so I hear a lot of people are excited about this. It's New crazy. DIY recipes. Ever, this is the first one you can swim in. Really? That's pretty cool. They're revolutionizing the Animal Crossing uh, series. So that's good. It's good stuff. Uh, is that what else? What else can you do in that update? I haven't. I don't see. Um, much else I don't know. Here. That seemed like the biggest thing that oh, I okay. remember. That's cool. Um, let's. Oh yeah, uh, Disney's giving Splash Mountain a redesign. Splash Mountain because it's kind of racist. So now they're uh, they're doing a new theme based off of the Princess and the Frog, which their their movie they did for Princess and the Frog is um, based in Louisiana, and it has a black protagonist. So they are getting more representative. Going the exact doing. opposite direction. Yeah, they're going the opposite direction. And I thought people were like, I, I heard people saying that this, this seems weird, like for this to be like a log flume, like the theme. I'm like, well, I don't, it doesn't seem so weird. I mean, those frogs, it's the bayou. They're out in the bayou. You can have a log ride in the bayou, right? It's a swampy. You can, it's wet. <laughs> it's, it's New Orleans. I think it works. I think thematically it works. I, I guess. Know. I mean, I, I don't, what else are they going to do? Frozen? Yeah. Yeah. Frozen logs? 
that would also make sense. But I think they're specifically trying to <laughs> be more, uh, have more representation than what they currently have. <clears throat> Little uh, inside thing uh, on the on the DL. Uh, I used to work in a movie theater, and I have the movie poster for Princess and the Frog. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and I'm not supposed to have it. Oh uh, shit, because Disney. They, they they're the only ones in. that want all their shit back. Oh shit, really? Yeah, they want mo- that like when you they give you movie posters and stuff, you have to send them back. Interesting. Yeah, so cuz I I when I I was given it uh cuz we could like ask for movie posters from the managers and they'd like And the manager just didn't give, know at the so time. So they gave them to me and then later um which granted I felt terrible for doing this a bit, but Later, they were like, "Hey, we need that back," and I was like, "I was like, I don't have it." Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was you're like, such a piece of give, shit. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't gonna give it back. Like, yeah, I, know. I, get, I get it. I get it. I get it. I already got it. I sold it. Sorry, you, you gave it know. to me, and I took it home. Once it reaches home, that's home base. It's, just like those, just like those bikes. It shits on lock. I'm not gonna give it back to you. It, you 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 come to work the next day like hey um we need you to bring those bikes back no. <laughs> I'm just saying like because they were like oh man like Disney's on our ass about this like which I don't know if it was actually Disney but I know like yeah, we we had a Disney just... rep that would come and oh, put yeah. up like our when we had like banners stuff for movies and everything and I mean yeah. like I said they would like take all that shit back like we had to box it up and send it back. But I mean, like the banners, you couldn't take anyway. Uh, but oh yeah, yeah, the fucking poster though. The, <laughs> which, like, I'm still not 100 percent certain on the poster thing. That, like, that I, rep I felt probably like somebody else. I mean, and this is just my paranoia. But I'm like, I feel more so they were somebody else wanted the poster. Oh and I was like, yeah. No, fuck you. I'm not giving it back to you to give <laughs> it to somebody else. This is my poster. That that Disney rep probably lost his job because of you taking that poster. Good. <laughs> I say fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. It comes back. It comes back. I say fuck him. I say fuck him. <laughs> um, so I, I saw I got some information of uh, the the whole Splash Mountain thing here. So it was a. Uh, Built around the characters from Disney's 1946 live-action animated musical Song of the South, which portrays the happy and fanciful lives of people on a southern plantation. Um, Why did they ever think this was a good idea? (laughs) The Song of the South is so reviled that it's never actually seen a home release in the U.S. and was intentionally left out of the Disney Plus catalog. Wow. And they built a ride around this? Man. Walt Disney was a savage man. You know what I say to him? Fuck. I say fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so they're uh, yeah, they're changing it. They're going that, like you said, the opposite direction. It was like you you see. I guess fuck him is kind of the he's the more crude version of dig him. The cereal (laughs) from the the smacks the honey smacks frog sugar smacks (laughs) smack him. Um. Hey, good news. Maybe uh, Chuck E. Cheese has filed for bankruptcy. I mean, he should have died in the 90s, but somebody should have killed that rat. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, gambling 734 restaurants. God damn. That's a lot of fucking that's huge. Like, hold on. 
Well, good. Now that can close and we can open up the Freddy Fazbear's. Yeah, that's what's going to that's what's going to happen. Okay. So I guess in comparison, if you want if you want to compare numbers here, uh Pizza Hut has 18,703 restaurants worldwide. Whoa. That's a lot of fucking restaurants. They have 18,000 more restaurants than Chuck E. Cheese has. God damn. Wow. Uh, Domino's has 17,000. That's insane. I had no idea the numbers were that big on that. I know, like, Pizza Hut is pretty, like, beloved um, outside of the U.S. You always see, like, the wacky things that Pizza Huts in other countries are coming out with. I'm like, why can't I get that? Like, sausage stuffed crust pizza. We still never got that here. Disappointed. Do you know how many people would die in America if that exists? Yeah, me. We can't handle I would just <laughs> We can't handle that power. Our, we we already have troubles choosing a healthy choice over an artery clogging choice. Yeah. And we go over speaking they would be speaking like Speaking of uh it's a fun snack and then the, the Americans <laughs> are like that's a fun everyday meal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of uh arcades and things shutting down, I mean this is totally like this is means nothing to the podcast audience but uh we're getting a, a new arcade in the mall huh it's like you you motherfuckers you let tilt go out of business and now we're gonna get this other play we, we could have had tilt this whole time I, and i don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea I, i'm like it and i hmm. i mean obviously the place isn't open but there's they're already like advertising on the side that it's gonna have like a like a party area so you can like have like birthday parties and stuff there. So I'm thinking like the arcade is just going to be pizza ranch arcade. It's oh. gotta be, I think it's just going to be stuff like that where it's like, yeah, you're not going to go in and play some cool ass arcade games. It's just going to be something that spits out tickets so that you can go get your uh, thing from Alibaba that they shipped in for a quarter of a set. Well, I can get those sticky hands. Yeah, the sticky hands. Uh, what was it? The squishy balls. I can get an eraser for nine trillion tickets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be like exactly like that, like a the Chuck E. Cheese type of games. Which I don't know, like some of that stuff is cool because it's like, wow, this is like totally like nothing like when I was a kid because they have like gigantic screens on them, like the fucking Flappy Bird game. The thing is huge that I mean, then they have like a there's like a halo. There's like a weird immersive halo experience in one in the pizza ranch here. I don't know if it's at both, but and then there's the weird Ubisoft virtual reality uh, rabbits game, mm. which is just not a game. It's just you're just it's an experience. You just put the, uh, the HTC Vive on. See, and like, you, uh, arcades are cool as fuck, but the problem is, is that the U.S. leaned into barcades uh, because yes. drinking culture and gaming culture is just like, slash yep. casinos are all part of the same fucking thing. Yeah, which is unfortunate. It's weird when you see, like, because there's a bunch of, like, weird, like, gaming software companies in town, and it's all just for casino games. Yeah, well, we have... More casinos per capita than people. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's true. I think we also have more more bars per capita than no, more uh, more breweries. Yeah, that's that wouldn't be a far stretch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's 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 the arcade minute. <laughs> oh, we have uh July's twenty twenty 
Xbox Live Games with Gold. <clears throat> Let's see what we got here. So on July 1st, WRC 8 FIA World Rally Championship. That's for every other week we get a fucking racing game on yeah. Games with Gold. Um, and then July 16th to August 15th, we get Dunk Lords. I mean, I like the name Dunk Lords. <laughs> I have no idea what that game is. Um, then the Xbox 360 games, we're getting Saints Row 2 on July 1st to the 15th, and Juju from July 16th through the 31st. So if you, you can get that Saints Row 2 if you want that. Some <laughs> say that's the best Saints Row. Yeah. I'm resolute that uh, 3 is by far the best Saints Row. <laughs> uh, hey, so Sony is paying up to $50,000 to anyone who reports a PS4 security flaw. Yeah, their bug bounty program. Yeah. That's pretty badass bounty. I mean, usually it's... I never hear about bug bounties being that big. It has to be an ex, a major vulnerability. Then you, you go through the... You have the do they do they take the money or do they just keep it secret so that they can still do what they want? It's always the the flip side of that. Sell it to the black cats. I mean, uh, that's a substantial amount of money though that they're offering. It is. I think that's. that's more I mean, that has to be why it's from. so big. Is they don't want them to be like, no, we can probably potentially make more by doing the bad option. <laughs> Um, let's see, I only wanted to mention this because we mentioned Clay not too long ago, but there's a new Don't Starve game coming to mobile. It's different than all the other Don't Starves? Yeah, it's a, like a completely mobile-only Don't Starve. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's, it's focusing on playing together, so it's like Don't Starve together. <laughs> don't, yeah, it's just, it's more of a uh, multiplayer-focused Don't Starve which, I mean, it feels like Don't Starve Together was, like, the thing that they wanted to make in the first place. But couldn't because of budget. And then yeah. made and a then lot they, of money. Then they got the money. <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty cool. I, I'm all for it. I like that property a lot. So I think I'm going to have to check that out. Um, oh, did you see this? That, um, a, like, fans made, like, an online service for Super Smash Bros. Melee. No. Yeah. Um, let's see what the details here. So is a fan project that brings online, uh, competent online play. It's called Slippy. It's designed to function alongside the GameCube emulator Dolphin. And uh, it brings Super Smash Brothers Melee into the future and in- invigorate the sport surrounding the game. Uh. These so, melee uh, people, they need to let yeah, it go. They're, they just let it let it die. Let it go. Ugh. I liked that game a lot. I let it go. Yeah. So it says, in addition to giving Super Smash Bros. Melee rollback netcode, um, it also includes built-in matchmaking for finding nearby opponents and automatic replay saving. There are also tools for tournament organizers like stat tracking and improved streaming video quality so this has been sounds pretty robust evo 2018 champion william leffen hielte who tested the application released a 20-minute video explaining how slippy works with footage from a match being played between his home country of sweden and the east coast of the united states leffen's really really good but he's also kind of a piece of shit (laughs) well you know what i say 
I guess you know what you say. I'll say fuck them. <laughs> no, I mean my my stance on melee is just like, despite Leffen being as good as he is, that I'm just like hungry boxes kind of definitively the best melee player and he he beat melee that's just <laughs> it's like okay can we move on now <laughs> yeah exactly um well speaking of moving on pod racers came out on the switch and the playstation 4 um pod and people races. are having a good time with it so i think i'm gonna have to buy this just to support the cause because the VR I f- version comes no, no, that's what I'm saying. I gotta buy this so that they know that there's interest in this fucking game, so that they will make a VR version. <laughs> that's what I want. I because okay, so what I really want, I want a pod racing game that's built from the ground up to take advantage of modern console hardware, rather than just like a, not even a remaster of the Nintendo 64 game. <laughs> I mean, I still like, I still like that. I still want to play it because I love pod racing. But how fucking badass would like a modern pod racing game be? Be sweet. I don't. I don't think anyone wants I mean, to listen to me. I I loved Pod Racer. It's like a. Uh, I mean, it was kind of F Zero when there wasn't F Zero. Yeah. But I don't know. I, people have so much animosity for Star Wars Episode One that I feel they didn't give a shit about yeah. Pod Racer. That sucks because it's it's such a good game. All right. Well. Let's see, move on here. We're getting kind of towards the end of this, so we can cut this episode off and start a new one. Uh, Guinness World Records reinstates Billy Mitchell's Donkey Kong high scores, now, but uh, Twin Galaxies still guy. has. I say fuck him to that guy. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. But Twin Galaxies still has it, so like he has like a pending lawsuit with with that. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to. Like, like, the, the Guinness book is pretty sketchy. At least. Yeah. When. I've heard uh, several John, times that they will like you just kind of pay them money for stuff and yep. <laughs> like I watched like John Oliver he, he will occasionally do like Guinness record things but I mean they they wouldn't come out to proctor one of the things they did which was baking this massive cake and it was like I think double what the past record was and they yeah. I mean had it on the show and everything so <laughs> but yeah but they it, still wouldn't give it to him yeah, it's and I mean they could be like we have witnesses because we have everybody in the audience. So, but yeah, it's just they 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 sound like they're a scummy. Like he went into better detail about how they're scummy and that they require X amount of dollars for them to proctor certain events and that depending on the event and the record you're trying to beat. And in this case, it was like John Oliver intentionally being spiteful to towards uh a, a specific dictator um because the cake they had had the dictator like wrecking on this horse that was a, a clip that he's been trying to remove from existence but and he had the previous record for the cake but that's well because it kind of went into details how dictators love having world records that it they love to have them regardless of what they are they just yeah. like to have them so yeah, it was just, the, the, and they've, you know, on the John Oliver show, they always do weird shit on your face things to these dictators in these weird countries, but <laughs> sometimes to degrees that have made John Oliver not in a position where he's very safe. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, 
Just a couple more things here. Um, so I think. Oh yeah, one- I just wanted to mention on Billy Mitchell thing. Okay. They specifically said that the machine couldn't be modified, which is just bullshit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what do you mean the machine can't be modified? Like it, all machines, and especially like arcade cabinets, like they all can be modified. Period. <laughs> Yeah, they like said, oh, there's no possible way that it can play any sort of Anything. board that isn't. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it was like, but it can. Like, there's no even discussion on that. It just can. Yeah. It can't run yeah. Oh, it can. <laughs> <laughs> um, One of the last things we have here. So this is a board game that I think has gotten some of the most play at our circle. But the uh, Game of Thrones board game is coming to PC now. Oh, cool. Maybe for once I can understand the fucking rules of how the boats work. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's that's always been like one of the things I like to like as much as I like playing board games. Sometimes it is nice to have some on a PC because there's like no like interpretation on what the rules rules are. Like there's no home interpretation. It's like that's those the, them's are the rules. Yeah, home rule it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, so uh, if, uh, <laughs> look, whoever like if it, if any of you are listening that hasn't played this board game, if you're even slightly in the board games, I highly recommend this one. It's it's so much fun. I mean, do I think it's balanced? No. <laughs> Fuck no. But it's it's a lot of fun because you it, it turns more into like a role playing game. Definitely. <laughs> and and it, it's 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 a lot of fun to play when you're playing the roles. Which, in my case, I'm always fucking the Greyjoys. Fucking <laughs> I got that navy. Coming down and shitting on my Lannister land. <laughs> yep. I got I got them the powerful navy. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, seriously, you guys, if you haven't, if you don't want to buy the board game, definitely check out this game. I highly recommend it for anyone well, in, that likes board games. I'm just glad, because hopefully I can play with AI players, so... Because that, that's yeah. usually the biggest problem, is it, it is a game that if you don't have a full house of players, it's not that great. Like, you you need, basically, a person playing every team. Because uh, when you don't have that, people who are playing, like, High Garden or, uh, you know, just any of the lower down teams, they'll just march down into the neutral territories to yeah. not produce conflicts with the upper people, which just, it defeats the fun of the game. Yeah. Um. So this is being done by, uh, it's being made, uh, handled by Dire Wolf, the same people that did the digital version of Raiders of the North Sea. Um, keeping the mechanics the same, making the menus, animations, and map look like something you're more used to in a video game. Uh, looks like it only includes the base game. I guess there's been expansions to it since the game came out. Um, I don't see anything. I imagine there would be some sort of AI because most games would. It's being published by Asmodee. I mean, I would think so, considering like the Scythe board game has AI opponents. You can, and I mean, like. Something I I loved from my youth that just there hasn't been games to bring back in a big way is just the comp stomp of like, yeah, just like chilling with some bros and killing a bunch of AIs is a good time. Yeah. All right. Well, last article we have today, Taiwan's Pokemon Go grandpa's back. And now he has this behemoth of a, he's like an eldritch monster of a Pokemon Go player. 
He has 64 phones on this bicycle. Oh my god. Have you seen pictures of this thing yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at one point in time, he had 11 phones. You get, and I've and found we thought I've, that was a lot. Yeah, and I found several pictures like th- over like the the last couple of years where like that his initial like having 11 phones and then like his bigger he, iteration where he had like 40 something. Now he has 64 phones. How does he play all these? That's my That's question. what I want to know. Like does he ha- he must have a thing longer. <laughs> he has to have a thing longer to reach the top ones. Like there's no way for him to reach those. Like he'd have to reach so fucking far up to even play that top one the top level like i know like most of the top level look like they're battery packs or flip phones for some reason they have to be battery packs but uh yeah holy shit is he just what is he doing is he selling thing is he selling shit i mean probably i don't really know i i don't i don't get it i mean clearly it makes him happy so yeah 72 year year old guy <laughs> It's the caught the habit from his grandson a few years ago. Since then, he's been spotted growing his tree of a bike. <laughs> I was going to say that he just like one up them. It's like a, yeah, you people think you're call good it, it's like a peacock. <laughs> it's like a peacock tail of phones. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. I, I laugh so hard when I saw him like he's upgrading. He's like, he's, he himself is a Pokemon. <laughs> Because he's like evolving. This is Getting like larger. his third evolution. The next one's the Mega. He's gonna, he's gonna be a Mega next. <laughs> or he's Gigantomax. That's the one after. He's gonna after go Mega, the Mega, then he's gonna go G-Max. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that's all we have today for this episode. We had we had is a roller coaster. Real tycoon of a roller coaster. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um so yeah, we're gonna end it here. If you uh enjoyed the show, give us a rating on Apple or Podchaser or coming soon IMDB question mark. We have to like apply to IMDB, so I'm still unsure That's if we're gonna weird. get there. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if there's like they have certain requirements. I maybe. But yeah, so do that. Share the show with your friends if you enjoy us. I'm sure you have friends who are in the podcast that would also enjoy us. So send that link around. Tell your friends to listen to us. If you're not already, you should follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. More importantly, Twitter. That's where I spend most of the time tweeting and doing stuff. That's where all the activity comes from. I'm a, I'm a Twitter first kind of guy. And then everything else kind of gets the leftovers. <laughs> um, and you can check out the website, lga.gg. If you want to send in an email, a question, ask us whatever you want. We'll answer it. Just email us at social at lga.gg. And we will answer your question on the show to the best of our abilities. Also, we are part of the Gaming Podcast Alliance. Go to gamingpodcastalliance.com. Check out some other awesome video game podcasts. Or, you know, fuck them. (laughs) Or as Marcus says, (laughs) as Marcus Uh, says, fuck them. It's, I guess, my catchphrase. uh, And that's the show.
If you can't beat them, fuck them. Oh god, no, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> god damn it. That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs>